Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Making It Happen Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. We have another special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to have co-hosting with me once again, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Uh, let's say hello to Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Lisa. I'm delighted to be here on this wonderful, sunny afternoon in the summer. It's I great know, to be here. I know. Thanks and for inviting today, me. Yeah, and today we're kind of blessed because it's not, it's not as hot as it's been. <laughs> Yes, very low humidity, and it's just it just feels awesome outside. Yeah, yeah. So we're we look that fits into tonight's topic of about gratitude. We're very grateful for that. Yes, yes. Okay, we will be taking calls later on in the show. So if you would like to call in with questions and participate in the conversation, that number is three four seven two three seven four five one eight. That's three four seven two three seven. Four five one eight. This evening's program, we will be talking about having an attitude of gratitude and how important it is to be grateful for where we are at every minute of every day. Um, but before we get into our topic, I'm also interested in talking with new and seasoned authors who have written motivational books and would like to promote their book on my program. I have sponsor rates available to send you if you are looking for more sales. This is also an excellent vehicle to make that happen. My sales have increased since I started my program, as well as our websites have been doing exceptionally well. So I want to thank all of you who have purchased my book and visited our websites. You can also get those rates on my website at um, yourdestinyawaits.net. Um, and anyone who has a business that they would like to promote, we have sponsor rates available uh, for you as well. And the beauty about Internet radio is that we reach a very broad audience, not just locally but internationally, and we are so excited that our numbers continue to climb day by day. So we're very excited and grateful about that. Uh, you can send me a message through this site if you have tuned in via your computer, or you can send a message through my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. And as uh, well, you can leave a message via my website, which is again your destinyawaste.net. Uh, so, we last week, Teresa and I had a great time sharing with a very special person, Mr. David Parks, who's the son of the late Gordon Parks. And I'm so very grateful for David coming on the show and spending time with us. He has a lot of great things coming down the pike, and uh, we will talk with him again as things progress. Tonight we're going to discuss having an attitude of gratitude, being grateful for uh, what we have and where we are is vital to moving things forward in our lives, to receiving more things to be grateful about. Right thinking is the key to having all that our hearts desire. 
But before we get into that, um, I want to touch a little bit about our conversation we had last week. It's all about the journey uh, with Mr. David Parks, and I'm going to be continuing that series, It's All About the Journey, as I continue to bring on more guests that I'm actually excited about, and I will be uh, letting you all know uh, as they continue to confirm um, being a guest on the show. But right now, um, I just want to go and touch base a little bit about It's All About the Journey and the conversation that we had briefly um, with Mr. David Parks last week. So, Teresa, did you have anything that, you know, uh, you wanted to add to that conversation about the the journey and being, you know, where we are in life? Yes, well, I, I guess one of the, a couple of things I wanted to share. One is, is you just, I'm just so grateful for uh, Mr. Parks coming on out on the show because, one of the things that he has a lot of is wisdom. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing like um, meeting and speaking with someone who's very, very wise because I think that's, uh, and I think he made that point, which is very well taken, which is there is a gap sometimes between the younger generation and the older generation. And yeah. sometimes the younger generation just want to say, oh, man, just just shut up or enough already. However, right. we've got so much to learn from our older generation. And I am I know we've had a number of uh, radio uh, stations that have been, uh, a number of the members have been a part of the Making It Happen group. And I can I, I do recall one, we had one historian on another blog radio station, and one of his uh, points was how important it is to get information from those of us, um, th- those older ones that have been walking the walk for quite some time. So I thought that his points were very well taken, and I really thoroughly enjoyed them. And I guess one specific point for me was I think he made the point that he was given a lecture or a speech at a at a school, and he asked them, you know, if I were to give you, I think he said $20 million right now, what would you do? Right, <laughs> and right. a lot of people had not even uh, – started to plan, and I thought that was an excellent point as we move forward in discussing uh, our journey part two because a lot of the things that we want to do, we really have to take the time to plan it out, to sit down and just write down what it is that you'd like to do. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, in, in in a strict academic format. It just needs to be what you're thinking, what you're feeling, your own creative spin on an idea or something that has been done already. But the key is is to write down and have a, at least a plan. And so that point that he made I thought was very well taken, Lisa. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And then one final point that he made, and and I think that that goes for myself because I'm always challenging myself to do better, but it is once we have arrived, I I know he mentioned one actor, and once you get to a point of arriving in terms of your success, make sure that the things that you're responsible for are buttoned up. You know, make sure you're doing your taxes. Make sure you're paying your bills. Do those things that you know are right to do because if you're not careful, someone can can easily come along and just take them away. So I thought that point that he made was also very well taken, which is, you know, once you do arrive, please ensure that you take care of business and, you, you know, you make sure that your affairs are buttoned up. Yeah, and you know that's so um, so profound, especially in that particular industry. Um, and the message to our young people out there who are trying to get into the industry, whether it's by uh, media, um, being a singer, an actor, or whatever, you must be able to uh, have people in your camp that you trust. But even yeah. though you have people in your camp that you are trusting, you have to be responsible for your own bank account. Yeah, yeah. You know, you cannot, you know, so many stars have, and they, there are stories like that out there. I mean, just do your research. So many of them have left the finance part to somebody else, <laughs> and then they look up and they find out that they're broke, and then they wonder what happened. So if I had anything to share with you all, the the first thing I would say is learn as much as you can on your own for yourself 
have somebody in your camp, the people in your camp that you trust, but even though you may trust them, still handle your own affairs. Look yeah. at the book, you know, um, all the time. Keep keep record of it. What's the name of that young lady um, that uh, performs? She's, she's one of the biggest um, uh, pop singers now, and she writes all of her own music. Um, oh, her name will come yeah. to me. She's a like, billionaire, I mean, multi-millionaire. And she, you know, they did a little uh, uh, bio on her. And to come find out, she does all of her own stuff. I mean, she does her books. She does her tax. She does all of that. Wow. I mean, yes, yeah, she wow. pays somebody to do her taxes, but she knows everything everything down to the penny. She manages herself, basically. Yes. So, you know, again, you know, we have to just be mindful and be careful about who we are allowing next to us. Um, and then you always want to, whatever field you're getting into, you definitely want to find someone who is successful in that field. Yes, to mentor you, yes. Yeah, to mentor you um, because they know the ropes. They know the ins and the outs. Yeah. Um, so do your homework, do your research, you know, and, and a lot of prayer doesn't um, hurt anything either. Yes, that's, that's very important. And I always stress reading. To me, that's the cheapest way you can find out or learn about things is just by reading. And they yeah. are, you know, when I when I was in school or college, as I was gradu- graduating, they just started coming out with, like, um, all of those books, you know, accounting for dummies and all of that. So mm-hmm. we're very, very fortunate to have some easy ways to kind of discover and find out a lot about a lot of things we don't know in a very easy-to-understand format. So there exactly. really is no excuse for not knowing and not understanding. Exactly. And you know what we found is that when you read those books, do mm-hmm. you know that when you're reading something that you're very interested in and it's teaching you um, and guiding you, it, it's actually bringing what you want into your world. You know, you are wow. manifesting things at this point because now, you know, you are focused on it and you're concentrating on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and speaking of reading, <laughs> we're going mm-hmm. to be referencing the book tonight, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. Um, and I will continuously uh, bring different books onto the program that I know that I've read and that you have read also, Teresa. Um, and these books are excellent books that have helped yeah. us in yeah. our journeys. So um, tonight uh, we're introducing The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And in that book he talks about um, the being grateful, Yes, yes. You know, having the attitude of gratitude and how important it is that we must keep our eyes and our minds focused on gratefulness. Yes, Um, yes. The more gratefully we fix our minds on the supreme, on God, when good things come to us, the more good things we will receive and the more rapidly they will come. They come, like, you know, back to back. And the reason that is is simply because that the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind into a closer touch, a closer relationship with the source, with God, from which the blessings come. Right. And my, my favorite point related to just what you said and what Waddles has talked about in his book is that, uh, it's that it's that scripture that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and yeah. all these things will be added unto you. And yeah. one of the things that I love about his book is that the very first thing he starts off with, I think it's in chapter 1, is he talks about what it is that, that we all deserve to be wealthy or rich. Yeah. And sometimes I don't think we really believe that. I think we exactly. think that... We don't, but God commanded that we would uh, have dominion over everything in the beginning, you know, that in other words, we would want for nothing. You know, whatever it is we need it, whatever it is we want, we can have. And I think sometimes we ourselves don't. We look at the life through the world's eyes, which is looking at it through a lens of scarcity, 
because that's yeah. how the world operates. That's their principles. Yeah. But it's not until we graduate to really believing and understanding that there is no lack in this world. And I, right. and my favorite proof of that there's no lack is that when, you know, they go up into space, there's still more heaven, <laughs> yeah. more space, you know, yeah. so it's infinity. There's just not, you know, we like to say lack, and, and just like I was reading a book on Donald Trump by Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki, and we all know this, that the manipulation of oil prices are manipulated to produce this idea of scarcity, but we right. really don't have scarcity here. No. You know what I mean? There are things we can do differently so that we're not, you know, we don't see these huge oil prices and whatnot. Right. Right. And you're so right. Um, that's a very key point right there is that a lot of times we as humans believe in lack. We're believing yeah. in lack, and we don't even yeah. realize that we're doing it. But any time yeah. you say, well, you know, i got to go and i got to find another job, or you're looking at what someone else has, and, well, they've got this, and they're riding in this, and they're living in this, and they're, well, and they're saying it as if, well, now that they have it, I can't possibly have it because, you know, there's not enough. Yeah. You know, there's not yeah. enough to go around. <laughs> but that yeah. is so yeah. far from the truth. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. we and have I, to – go ahead. Uh-huh. And I think that that's, um, that's a point that we need to – you know, we really have to change our thinking on that because I know yeah. that sometimes when you're watching the news, you just – you start to think. When you hear about all of these economic woes and what's going to happen, not to say that we're not based in reality and we don't know that there is that these things are going on, but the right. difference is is that we don't have to prescribe to what's going on. Exactly. We that's not that's not our agenda and that's not our life plan because we don't right. believe that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because that is still, you know, being in the world. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. We are not of the world. We don't have to, like you said, we don't have to subscribe to that. Um, it, it does have something to do with us indirectly. Yeah. But once you really fully understand and realize who you truly are, yeah. who you truly are in Christ, yeah. Yeah. that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Now, yeah. and, and here's a perfect example, um, and I, I shared this with you several years ago. You know, my husband, for example, um, several years ago, uh, you know, they, we were going through some things, and he was he wanted to uh, move on from his job because he knew that you know it was it was time it was just time to move forward. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. this was in the quote unquote height of the recession, okay? And you know he was kind of you know a little fretful about it and so on. And I told him, I said, look, this recession don't have nothing to do with you. <laughs> you know, you have to first stop thinking that. If you're yeah. believing that you're in a recession, then you are in a recession. You yes. know, but yes. who are we? You know, who yeah. do we belong to? What what do we, you know, listen to as far as when you go to church? And, and what are you believing in? Are you believing yeah. in the way things appear to be? Or are you going to believe in the God that has sustained you your whole yeah. entire life? Yeah. And when I yeah. started talking to him like that and sewing into his mind and having him to rethink things, uh-huh. let me tell you something. And every single resume he put out there, he got a call back on. Wow. And not only wow. did he get one or two offers, Teresa, jobs were just coming at him. Wow. So he had a, wow. he had a choice. He was looking yeah. at them, and they were all good jobs. Yes. So he found one that he really enjoys going to every single day. Um, you know, it fits him. He loves it. It's not even work to him. And this was all in the height of a supposedly recession. Yes. Yes, yes. We have to stop thinking with a recession mindset. Yes, yes, yes. When you are a child of the Most High God, you don't. There's no recession. What is a recession? Yes, yes. A recession is a mentality. Right. And the funny thing is, is that we can know these things theoretically, but it's putting them in practice in our lives. You know, you'll you'll meet a lot of people who have spiritually a lot of knowledge, but they really aren't putting it in practice. And that's one of the things I really love about 
uh, Waddle's book is because he really gets down to the nitty-gritty and he makes it so plain that you almost, you know, you can see it for what it is. Exactly. You know, it's not, and, and the one thing I love about him is that I think at some point, because I read a little bit of history on him, but he was ruled, and this book was written in 1910, uh, uh, um, and he was ruled a heretic because yep. he believed in putting into practice what Christ is, you know, the, the Christian message, and right. really living it, and not just talking it, and, right. exp, you know, espousing on it, but really putting it in practical, pra- making it practical. And I exactly. think that's what makes his book so interesting, and it is so simple, it is so basic, you know, when you're yeah. reading it. Yeah, it is. And and gratitude alone, Teresa, mm-hmm. um, can keep you looking towards the all and, pre- and, and prevent you from falling into the era of thinking of so the supply as being limited. You know, yeah. when you have gratitude, you know, um, you have, it's like magic. It's yeah. holding a magic key. Yeah. And, and, it, and it takes your mind off of, you can't, be, you can't be in gratitude and be in negative thought at the same time. You just can't. <laughs> yeah, or keep <laughs> it's it utterly negative. impossible to You're so to right. Do. You're so right. <laughs> so if you're standing in gratitude, if you are grateful because you woke up this morning, if you are yeah. grateful because of the fact that you can put your feet on the floor and you can and go brush your teeth, just simple little yeah. things, you're in your right yeah. mind. If you yeah. are grateful just because you may not like your job, but you know what, right now that job is paying your bills and keeping food on the table and so on and so yeah. forth. So you have to think of things that you are grateful for. If, you're, if you have a family and your yeah. children are in good health, be grateful. Yeah, yeah. You know, Thinking about the things that you have right now that you can grab a hold of and yes. just say thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank, thank you yes. for the things that I have. Thank you for just giving thank me you. the ability yes. to be able yes. to think for myself yes. <laughs> and yes. move forward in whatever it is I want to do. Thank yes. you for your word. Yeah. Thank you for your wisdom. Just thank you. Just continuously being thankful, thankful. and grateful. Yeah. And because you know yeah. what, there is a law of gratitude. Uh-huh. There is a law of gratitude, and it's just like the law of attraction. There's laws. Uh-huh. God set these laws up for us to use them. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and like you said uh-huh. earlier, you know, there's a scripture in there that says, "Draw nigh unto God, and He will draw nigh unto uh-huh. you." What does yeah. that really mean? If you draw closer to him, yeah. the closer you draw to him, the closer he's going to draw to you. Yeah. And yeah. that way yeah. keep yourself out of negative thinking. Yeah. And you know what? It's very interesting that you say that because I can always tell a person's walk by what they say out of their mouth. And remember yeah. what Christ said is that what's in your heart will proceed out of the mouth yeah. and how important it is to control your mouth. And a lot of times, you and for me, I was one that was really good at guarding my mouth, but my heart was horrible in terms of not being, I don't have this, I wish I had that. You know, these yeah. are the things you're thinking. But either way, whether it's in your heart or out of your mouth, it's no, it's not good. And we've got to constantly practice. And one of the things that I've been stressing uh, as we move forward, and, uh, you know, in the Make It Happen groups, Lisa, you as well, is that what whatever the negative thoughts are, let's replace them with positive thoughts. Yeah. So, you know, when you're thinking, oh, I'm so tired, you know, you you I had a rough day today, you know, thank God I made it through the day without, you know, any hurt or harm coming to me. You know, right. just learn to replace it with and say something positive and that, get into a habit of doing that. Right, right. Yeah, because it's absolutely necessary that you should observe the law of gratitude. Um, If you are to get the results that you're seeking, the law Mm -hmm. of gratitude is the natural principle that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. So Mm -hmm. notice the grateful attitude that um, that Christ took, that Jesus Mm -hmm. took, for example. Mm Now, he was always, he always, always seemed to be saying, I thank thee, Father. Uh I uh thank you that you you hear me. 
you know, mm-hmm. I thank you, Father, or I am grateful. I mean, you know, and he is like the perfect teacher. There's no better teacher than him. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, and right. In, in other faiths that I've studied, you know, and you know that I've, you know, I've studied Buddhism and Taoism and Hinduism and so on and so forth, and, you know, they all have their great teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the thing is they all say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Be grateful. Be thankful. Don't look at things the way they they really are because what is faith? Right, 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 right. You know, so and you have to you have to have you have to have faith. Yeah. Um yeah. and if you really truly are believing uh um that there's better out here or that there's more, you're absolutely right, there is. Right. And you know, related to the faith pieces, uh Waddles does an awesome job of talking about visualization. Um, mm-hmm. visual, sitting back and visualizing where you want to be. And I know one of the things that we always talk about is vibrational things and, you know, the energy, the vibrational pull that things have on us and how when you're visualiz- visualizing, that has a great amount of, you know, energy that is being expended. And so yeah. wherever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to do, wherever you want to be, you need to be able to visualize being there. And I think in that visualization process, in order to visualize, like you said, you have to have the faith to believe that this can really happen to you to even be able to visualize. That's right. Because if you don't have faith or you believe, well, it's not going to happen to me or, you know, I don't deserve to be rich or, you know, that's for somebody over there or, or whatever – then you're right, you're not going to have it. But when you can actually see yourself in position where you want to be, what you want to have in the bank. And my best story, I think it was Jim Carrey, where he wrote the checkout yeah. for for a movie. He, he he wanted to become this great movie star, and I think he went up to, like, on top of Hollywood Hills. And I may, forgive me if I don't have it, the story perfectly, but what he essentially did is he wrote out a check of what he would make, I think it was like five or ten million dollars um of you know actually visualizing someone giving him this check, and he kept that check in yep. his wallet, and now I think he he commands upwards of what twenty million oh yeah a movie yeah. so yeah. you know there's just so many uh things that we can do in order to 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 exercise our faith. And visualization is that is one of those things I think that we do, and what, what Waddle talks about in his, the science of getting rich that we can do to really get to where we want to be. Exactly, exactly. So I have um, a caller that's been holding. So let's bring okay. the caller on um, mm-hmm. with the three two zero area code, which I believe is Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Hello, caller on the air. Hi, how are you guys tonight? We're great. Good, How are very you? Good. Great, great. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I think it's great you're doing this show on such a wonderful subject. I definitely believe in what you're talking about and think it's really, really helpful to have the attitude of gratitude. Yes, yes. yes. Most definitely. Um and have you do you do you practice the, the being grateful every day? And if so, tell us from your experience, how it's helped you. Yes, yes, I definitely do that, and I find the more I do that, the more it all comes back to me, the more I tend to help people and try to do things for others um, and be grateful for everything I do have and try to appreciate even each day. Yeah. I feel it. I, I live so much more happier. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Well, caller, thank you so much for sharing that and calling yes. in. You have a blessed day. Yes, and thank you so much for doing your show and everything you do. Really thank appreciate God. it. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Yes. Yeah, and I think that, that was very nice. And the caller says something that we we didn't, didn't really touch on, which is when you're grateful, you you have peace. You feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Inside, oh my gosh, you don't have yeah. that stressful, uneasy feeling. You have this and you sense know, of I'm calm and peace. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I I wasn't always this peaceful, I mean, in, mm-hmm. in my life. And, again, it's all about your journey. And what yes. I want everybody to understand, and you have to know this, is that each of us are individuals and we all have our own personal journeys. No, one, yes. uh, no one's journey is better than the other one's. You know, yes. we're here to experience whatever it is we're here to experience. So, but the quicker that you realize that, you know what, I want change in my life. You know, I'm tired of having anxiety. I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of being broke, busted, and disgusted. You know, and I want a change. And when you get to the point of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, then that is when you start to do something about it. Yeah, You know, yeah, that is yeah. when you start to do something about it. And my late father would say to me when, you know, I would <laughs> I would call my dad sometimes and, you know, you know how we go through and you want to hear daddy's voice, you know. And I remember calling my dad and, and just saying, you know, not really complaining about anything, but he, he our, our parents know their children. And right. he would say, well, kid, what's wrong? And I was like, Dad, I'm okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. And then I would just go into this tirade of whatever it was that was bothering me, and he would say two things to me. He would say, well, are you mad enough yet? And I had to stop and think about that the first time he said it. I'm like, well, yeah, I am mad. And he said, you sure? Are you mad enough? I said, yeah, I am. He said, now it's time to do something about it. And then the second thing he would say to me sometimes is, well, kid, are you going to sink or are you going to swim? <laughs> and that sounds so simple, but then at, you realize at a point you have a choice. Yes, yes. And I'm not going to sink for I'm a swimmer, okay? So that kind of gives <laughs> you that motivation to get back up there and just to keep kicking and paddling and doing whatever is necessary to yes. get to a place of peace. And the quickest yes. thing, the quickest, key, the quickest little tool that you have at your disposal that doesn't cost a dime mm-hmm. is an attitude of gratitude. gratitude. Yes. Be yes, grateful. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And and like the caller just said, she just sounded like she was at peace, you know? Because yeah. when you are grateful, when you are thankful for everything that you have, your family, your friends. And even sometimes we we have to catch ourselves. I know I do myself with with my family because you always think, oh, I wish I had money to do this and I don't have money to do that and this, that, and the other. But then the greatest thing that we have is time, time to spend together. Because if we each had had so much money, we'd probably not spend much time together. So we really have to be grateful for the little things, just, you know, having those family moments, that, that family time. It's just so much we've got, to, like you said, to be grateful for. And and that is so true because, you know, for me, I had some downtime um, in between writing my book and um, being out, you know, on the road and, and doing all that stuff. And when I was writing my book, um, I, to me it was downtime because I wasn't as active, yeah. you know. And I thought that because I wasn't as active, I you know, I had to be – I wasn't used to – not doing all the time. And we're yeah. living in such a fast-paced world now yeah. that you feel as though you're you're not doing anything, which you always are doing something, even if it's meditating, then that's one of the yeah. best things you can do. You know, we yeah. feel like we're failures or, you know, we're being lazy or what's going right. on or how come things aren't happening and things aren't moving. But that is so that can be so far uh, from the truth because what's happening is, if you find yourself right now in a downtime, take mm-hmm. advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the time that you need to rebuild yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's the time that you can take to renew your mindset. Yeah, yeah. And trust and believe that is doing something. That's the best something that you could do for yourself because now what's happening is you are conditioning your mind, your your thinking, uh, you're changing, uh, you're shifting. Mm-hmm. You know, right now you might be in a holding pattern. You're in a holding pattern for a reason mm-hmm. because your heart is telling you that you want this or you're dreaming about this and I want to do this and I want to and I want to go and I want I want I want. So now take that time to really do the necessary work on yourself so that you who has the power to bring it to to uh, reality, 
can do all that is necessary in order to make it happen. Yes. And more than that, what I found, it's funny you should use that as an example, because I think it was about a week and a half ago for me, I felt like, you ever feel like you're busy doing a thousand things, but you're not accomplishing anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're running and you're, you're, rip, you're doing this and you're over here and you're over there, and nothing really in your spirit, you feel like, I'm not really making any headway here. I don't even yeah. feel like I'm making headway. And, the, thought and the, the message, and this is why I know you mentioned meditation, but, you know, God created us to have constant communion with him so that he can help us on our journeys. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. uh, and my, and so what I did is I was like, well, since I'm not really accomplishing much, let me just take a, a back seat and just stop. And the thing I heard from God in my communion with him was, just rest, just relax, just rest. Yeah. In my resting period, I was able to refocus where yeah. he felt it was important for me to spend yeah. my time. Because, as I always say, we can't see around that curve called no. life, but God can see. And so Ooh, he girl. needs to communicate with us to tell us which or where you need to be pointed, which direction. Because if you're not constantly listening to him and having yeah. that connection with him, you're going to miss yeah. opportunities that will get you to, as Waddle said, getting rich. You really do have to start with God being your overall compass. And a lot of yeah. times God moves and shows us things when we're completely at rest. And like you said, we're doing what it seems like we're, we're not doing anything. That's when he right. comes to speak with us and give, gives us guidance and direction. Right. And, again, it goes back to um, the value of gratitude. You know, it doesn't consist solely in just getting you more blessings in the future. What it mm-hmm. also does is without it, you cannot long keep from being dissatisfied about regarding things as they are. You know, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you, without gratitude, you are now looking at everything the way it, it is. And, and mm-hmm. that can be very, very depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn on yeah. MSNBC, yeah. CNN, yes. CBS, yes. and we won't yes. even mention FOX News. So, yes. if yes. you know, all of those things, yeah. you know, uh, you're looking at constant bad news after bad news after bad yes. news. So after a while, you have a bad attitude. Yeah, yeah. And your bills start to really like, you know, like a pulsating, like, you know, if you ever bang your toe and that uh-huh. thing just like it's throbbing, you can look at mm-hmm. it and see it moving. So that's <laughs> gratitude. You know, you're con- constantly looking at everything, and it's magnifying itself, and it has a heartbeat, and it just takes a yes. life all on, on its own. Yes. And then you are you suffer like you know, and this day and age, there the number of stressor diseases. You know. We eat a lot because we're under stress. We drink a lot and do drugs because we're under stress. You know, we're taking prescription meds because we're under stress. We're yeah. acting out against our brother because we're stressed. You know, as a result of not being grateful and thankful and feeling just, you know, like, oh, the world is caving in and we don't have anything to look forward to, this is right. this is the impact. So then it becomes a vicious cycle, and it just seems like we're never able to get off uh, off the treadmill. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to take another caller at this point. Uh, okay. We have a caller in calling in from the 407 area code. So hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, hello. Uh, yeah, uh, you have an interesting conversation going on there. Uh, what period in your life are you, do you reach a level of maturity where you can practice this? Hmm. Well, you know, for me, it, 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 it's all in, on the individual when they're ready. Yeah. Uh, and you know when you're ready, um, again, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You can be 21 years old and be ready. Yeah. You know, you yeah, be, I was just, I was God, just you thinking. Uh, you, you, yeah, I, I was just thinking. You just mentioned that uh, you went through several uh, things and trials and tribulations when you arrived at at your spiritual, uh, you know, uh, awareness that you could, you could, uh, you could do this. And I was just wondering if if, it, if, if maturity is connected to to uh, 
being able to achieve and practice. Well, you know, that's a very good point and a very good question. Um, and, you know, I think if I had had this knowledge, you know how we always say when we get older and, you know, if I knew then what I know now, if I had someone telling me all of this then, it would have happened a lot sooner. But I also believe that, you know, each individual, they come into their own when they're ready. And mm-hmm. we, who knows when anybody's ready. You right. know, that's an individual uh, choice. Um, I know my daughter is 21 years old, and she is reaching the level where I am now a lot quicker because she has me, you know, to sow into her life. Mm-hmm. And I think by the time she's 25, that's going to be one bad sister. <laughs> So, caller, did I did I answer your question? Uh, you sure did very very well. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you for calling in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the caller had a very interesting question, and a lot of it is is like you said, how much you want. When you're, I I love knowledge because the more you thirst for whatever it is that you want to know, especially when it comes to God, He's gonna get He's gonna give it to you. He's yeah. going to show you. He's going to open up. You're going to see things, and he's going to take you where you did you and your small kind of where you are on this planet won't even be able to see where he's going to take you. Exactly. But it's exactly. always a wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah. <laughs> and, so and you know, and I'm real, thinking mm-hmm. about the caller's question. Mm-hmm. You know, and looking back on my life, you know, mm-hmm. I've always known that there was more. There was something more. Um, Mm -hmm. But then what happens is life continues to get in the way. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was finally, I had enough. You Uh know what I mean? Uh I had had Uh enough. And I was like, you know what, no. Whatever it takes, Uh whatever it takes to seek to get the wisdom, you know, I was was ready to do it. And Uh once you make up that your mind, once you make up your mind that you are ready, then right. wisdom will come at you in every direction. It's right. like lightning. Right. And so really there is no particular age. It's the it's the point of how bad do you want what you want? How bad do right. you want to seek wisdom? Right. And you know, it's funny you should say that. I always tell the story of um, right before I made the transition from working um, I call it a, it wasn't really a nine to five. It felt more like a nine to nine. <laughs> but working to becoming an entrepreneur, I had each year of my adult life, I would always write down my goals and I would place them in my Bible. And God was always, I would only do 10, and God almost unanimously, I would be granted eight out of the 10 things that I wanted all the time. Well, right. one particular year, and this was when I was about to make the transition into entrepreneurship, and I said to God, I was like, you know, you've given me everything that I want. Want I, I, There's no need for me to do my little list and kind of hand it to God so that he can be the um, the make-a-wish person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I want something different. I, I want you to tell me, God, what it is that you think I need to work on. And I remember that year because it was the worst year of my life. I literally felt like I had just gone through like hell and back that entire year. And what I realized after the process was over was that it's God was really dealing with the inside of Teresa, getting all, all right. of those ugly things that yep. I didn't even know existed. And one yeah. of those things, like learning how to love unconditionally, learning yeah. to be grateful, learning yeah. to have faith, all of those lessons, and once you get to a point of learning all of that stuff, you then become even better as a person because it's rare that things will really get to you. Yeah, you may cry or whatever, but you start to stand strong and firm in who you are and who and and God has his hand over you so you don't fret as much, you don't worry as much, you don't have anxiety as much, you don't you know, you don't worry about having food on the table. There are certain things that you just know are going to happen because yeah. of your faith in God. 
Yeah, it's it's all about having that faith. And, you know, another big part of that, too, and I think we touched on it in one of the other programs, but, of course, this is a subject that you can just talk about kind of like forever, but forgiveness, um, you oh, know, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a major that major major uh, portion. Um, just mm-hmm. like just like love, you know, mm-hmm. we have to learn mm-hmm. to love unconditionally. Well, in order to do that, you have to have forgiveness. Yeah. Um, whoever is in your life, there's somebody out there that is hurting, and yeah. whoever that is, whoever has hurt you, I don't care if it's a it's a lover, a husband, a boyfriend, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother. It doesn't matter. Whoever it is. You've got to learn how to forgive. You've got to you've got to let it yeah. go. And it's yeah, not so much for the point. other person. You know, it's mm-hmm. not for their benefit. It's for yours. Mm-hmm. Because unforgiveness mm-hmm. is a poison, and it will eat you up. It will just yeah. it will eat you up. Yes, that is an and excellent point. And you can't walk around with an attitude of gratitude if you have unforgiveness in your heart. Yes. So whoever it is, I don't know who this message is or this word at this moment, it just dropped into my spirit to say it, mm-hmm. but whoever's out there and you're hurting because of something someone said to you or something someone did to you, even if it's in your past, mm-hmm. release it. Release it. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Because it's, there, it's not doing anything, you know, but, but building up cancerous poison inside of you. And it's probably even making you sick, physically ill. Mhm, mhm. So physically I, and I, mentally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This just really, you you've got to release that thing um, and and let it go. And you know, I'm just so grateful, Teresa, that you know, once you reach a certain age, um, and and again, this goes back to the caller. The older we get, hopefully, the more wiser we get. Yeah. Um and with wisdom just comes a world of just magnificent things. Yeah. You know, and we must now teach our children yeah. what we now know. Yeah. Um, because, again, like I say at the end of my all of my shows, when we know better, we do better. And that's so true. Right. We have to start reaching back and teaching our young people because we weren't taught this stuff. Right, right. We weren't taught that, oh, you mean to tell me all I have to do really, I mean, really, really is just to be grateful and thankful and, yeah. and you know, and, and how how the, the, the gratefulness cancels out the negative. Yes, yes, yes. Because they can't hold, they can't occupy the same space at the same time. <laughs> you know, I, I just want you to think about that. If you're listening to this show right now, just take mm-hmm. a test. Test me. Mm-hmm. Test it out. Mm-hmm. Positive. You cannot hold an, a, a, a mental uh, a mental act of gratitude, of gratefulness, uh-huh. and at in the same turn be negative. Yeah. Yeah. Because with gratitude comes love. Yeah. Yeah. And I know sometimes I get filled up when I start to just start off with the smallest things. And then every time I say thank you for one thing and then another mm-hmm. thing comes and then mm-hmm. another, and the next thing you know, girl, I'm just in tears. Yeah, full. Because really I'm full. so filled up, yes, because mm-hmm. I realize that, oh, my God, there's just so, there's just so much. Mm-hmm. There's just so much. I'm grateful for this show. I'm grateful for this program. I'm grateful for every yes. single caller who has ever called in. I'm grateful for the yes. people who are listening Yes, yes. I'm grateful yes. for you. Yes. So, you yes. know, right now I just, you know, want to say thank you. Um, see, I'm getting filled up again. <laughs> <laughs> don't look, don't mm-hmm. make me start singing on this show now. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> but the moment you permit your mind to dwell with dissatisfaction um, upon mm-hmm. things as they are, you really begin to lose ground. You fix right. your attention upon the common, the ordinary, the poor, and the squalid, and the mean, and your mind takes the form of these things. Now, just mm-hmm. just, just listen to those words, people. Mm-hmm. When you start to really focus and you fix whatever you fix your attention upon, mm-hmm. okay, that's the thi- those are the things that start to form. Mm-hmm. 
you know, then you will transmit these forms or mental images to the formless and the common, the poor, the squalor, and the mean, all of that will come to you. Uh-huh. Now you've invited the whole thing into your realm, and then you look around and you say, what in the world? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And how, how did that get here? <laughs> uh-huh. We're always saying, how did that get here? Well, you invited yeah. it in by your thinking. Because you're not paying attention to what you are thinking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that is so, so, if I can leave you with anything else, you know, just just really try to every single, and, and you know, when you think about it, you have choices of what you're thinking about. So this is what I want you to do. I want you throughout your day, if you have to write it down on a piece of paper, write down that word gratitude. Uh-huh. Stick it on That's your bathroom mirror, on your refrigerator, stick it on uh-huh. your dashboard in your car, put it on your cell phone. As a matter of fact, take your cell phone and make an alarm out of it. You know, uh-huh. and every half an hour, every hour your your alarm goes off and the word gratitude. Remember to be uh-huh. grateful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Start conditioning your mind and watch and see the miracles that, that happen. Yes, yes. Yes. You're so right. And then when you'll be think- looking around at people that just basically disgust you. <laughs> and you'll be able to even look at those people and say, you know what, you don't disgust me anymore because you're insignificant right. now. Because you right. know why you're insignificant now? Because I have gratitude in my heart. Right, right. And I don't have time to be disgusted by you. Right. So gratitude takes on, you know, just a, a life on its own. Um and before I end this, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to that? No, and I think that, like you said, I think we've come again uh, full circle in, you know, our discussion about David, which is, you know, how important it is to have wisdom and that we, what we believe in terms of having gratitude, that we really make a concerted effort to teach our children. I, the yeah. caller who pointed out about, like you said, with your daughter, you're teaching her, and as a result, she won't have to spend a lot of countless years learning things and going through a lot of negative because you're training her up. And we really have to be mindful of our kids. And it's not, I know we're in a, quote, me generation, but we also have a generation behind us that we are responsible for and will be held accountable for. And it's so important that we teach our kids these spiritual principles. Yeah. Yes. And and for any of the young people that happen to be listening, um, Take note, and, you know, uh, all older people aren't bad. (laughs) You know, when they're trying to tell you something, they're trying to tell you something because they've either been in your shoes, they've walked that road that you are now on and walking, and, yeah, we realize that, you know, you want to make your own way and so on and so forth, but grab a hold of, of someone older and wiser that has wisdom to share with you and take heed to it. Yeah. You know, um, I I look at them as being angels. You know, I've had a few yeah. angels in my lifetime, and I thank God for every last one of them because they were very significant on my in my journey. And I know that I'm going to have many more. It's not over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, life is really just beginning. But but you know, you again, it gets back to uh, just learning how to be grateful, just for even for the small things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for the small things. So, I will leave you with this. Um, Waddle, Wallace D. Waddle states that to permit your mind to dwell upon the inferior is to become inferior and to surround yourself with inferior things. On the other hand, to fix your attention on the best is to surround yourself with the best and to become the best. The mm-hmm. creative power within us makes us into the image of that to which we give our attention. Mm. We are a thinking substance. Mm. And thinking substance always takes the form of that which it thinks about. Mm. Grateful mind is constantly fixed upon the best. Therefore, it tends to what? Become the best. Mm. It takes the form or character of the best, and it will receive the best. 
Also, faith is born of gratitude. The grateful mind continually expects good things, and expectation becomes faith. The reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces faith, and every outgoing wave of gratitude, thanksgiving, increases faith. He who has no feeling of gratitude cannot long retain a living faith. It is necessary, then, to cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. That's wonderful. That concludes our show for this evening. Teresa, did you have anything that you wanted to add? No, I just think that that was just so powerful, powerful, powerful. And I would encourage uh, your listening audience to please pick up that book. It's an excellent read. Very, very good. Yes, and speaking of books, I uh, mentioned again, if you want a really good book that will, um, a great motivational book, you know, go to my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, click on the book recommendations tab, and there you will find several books that are awesome. They've helped me um, in my journey, um, and as I continue to read and gain wisdom as to what to read next, I will continue to post books for you and for your benefit that will uh, definitely help you in your journey as well. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. Um, Teresa, once again, thank you. Thank you. That's excellent. It's just so, the time goes by too quickly. Yeah, it it really, really does. Um, I want to shout out to my family. And, I, you know, oh, family, what, what would we do without family? Yeah. What would we do without family? Family, I just want you to know right now that if you're listening in, I'm very grateful to you, um, and you're always supporting and loving me. And also to my Facebook family. You know, I have a wonderful Facebook family, especially to my Motivational Moments group. I love you all. And uh, thank you all once again for tuning in. And for my new listeners, the next time you log on to Facebook, please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. So, Teresa, that's it for this evening. Um, yes. Once again, a big thank you to Mr. David Parks for yes. spending time with us uh, last week. And, um, Teresa, again, I can't thank you enough because, like I always say, um, for knowledge is power, and when we know better, what? We do better. For my listening audience, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. And also, please stop by my website, uh, yourdestinywaits.net, and to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Next week is the week of the 4th of July. Can you believe that? Time has really flown. And it's also vacation time. So please tune in the following week, Monday, July the 9th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. We'll be back at that time. Your mission, people, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. After all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio. I'm looking forward to sharing with you when I come back in two weeks. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Bye.